Yo, it's the Stupidly Small Podcast. It's the 17th. I'm, well, I'm hoping it's the 17th. It is. Of <laughs> June 2015. Hello, I'm Stuart Farrell. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hi, Stuart Farrell. Now, the reason I'm confused about the date because my phone mm. says the 17th and my lovely watch says the 18th. Oh, no. So, I'm assuming that dropping your watch occasionally does create some sort of uh, time chronological vacuum. issue. Huh? A time vacuum. It's nice. <laughs> A TV? A TV. No, because... It's starting to lose a bit of time too, and it's only a new watch, so it's a bit of a concern. You, you don't wear a watch, do you? No, I should though. You should because you're I a love, woman of the world. But I love watches too. I think they're lovely. Oh, they are. You know, I do you love think them. they make it the person? No, because I don't have one. <laughs> oh. No, but I love them. I just <clears throat> think they're kind of they're lovely. You know, I also when I was a hey, kid, I had one. You still crook, just to point out to the listeners. Sorry, isn't it the most boring thing? Like I ben literally, I went on old media again yesterday. I'm such an old media. He's a walking stick. Anyway, and um, we ended up talking about being sick, which is a famous rule. You don't talk about being sick, mm, like we're doing now. Well, yeah, no, no, we're talking about talking about being sick. Okay, it's different. It's better. But yeah, it's been a long time and it's very boring. But whatever. I you had a kid when you were a watch. Or vice versa. I didn't have a kid when I was a watch. That is not what happened. <laughs> you give birth that is to a misrepresentation of yes. what happened. Now, when I was a kid, I used to love watches and I, and I had a beautiful watch mm. for a kid, you know. And then I got – then it was the – what was it? Sort of 90s. And so we – everyone wanted a swatch. Mm. Remember those like – I remember swatches. Came swatch, back. And I got one and oh, my God. It was my treasure. It was 50 bucks, I think, back in those days, oh. which is quite the amount for a watch. Yeah. It was a present. It was like a Christmas present or something. Mm. What do you think of men wearing women's watches? Okay. Don't you? Oh, so I See, I'm talking. I'm doing a podcast with the wrong person. <laughs> no, because in '84, I was given a uh, Mickey Mouse watch. With, oh. You know, with the hands that move. That's around. not a girl's watch, is it? Well, it had a really small face, and which uh, you, you can get big faced ones. I think. Yeah, but I didn't buy it for myself. So yeah, I was yeah, given yeah. it. So yeah. I think I've had a phobia ever since the Mickey Mouse incident of 84 <laughs> where I can't wear a small face watch, nor can I wear a wrapper watch that, you know, essentially gives you a dinner plate on a band on, on your wrist. Right, right, right. So that middle, that fine <laughs> classic plate. middle ground is where mm. it's at. Mm. But uh, I always wanted to be given a watch and I only have done at the age of 41. Given it as a present? <clears throat> no, being given G- one. Being given one. Oh, uh, how nice. I think I inherited a What a, a lovely present. One. Yeah. That is a lovely present. It is a lovely present. And it was a present for someone going away. So they were going away and felt bad that they were leaving. And so they gave me a watch. Ah, what a gorgeous thing to have. Yeah. Have you ever heard heard the new podcast by Starly Someone, you know? um, Starly Someone. This is where I, you remember I said I don't need my phone. I've left it in the other room. That's fine. Mm. I would be able to look it up. But well, you get a free fall today. It's called Mystery or something. The, no. mis- the Mystery Show. The Mystery Show. No. And it's by the by people who do, I think, um, oh, you know, the what, startup. No, startup and things like that. Oh. Anyway, whatever. In that, there's this one. It, basically, she does a little personal mystery every, mm. in fact, I think she does. Yeah, she does one every episode. And it's very cutesy. I'm not sure you'd like it. She She's a bit sort of affected and sort of stylized, and she takes a bit of getting used to, as anybody does who's projecting their entire personality as a kind of medium through which to listen to something. Mm. Um, but, the, but the premise of the show is that she solves, like, small mysteries, but they – or big, or big mysteries, mysteries. But they must be a mystery that can't be solved through the internet. But are they real? They're real. 
So, what? like, there was one, this friend of hers, um, she wrote a book. Not many people wrote, read the book. It was it was in very low circulation. Like, she tried to find it in a few book, major bookshops and they were like, what are you talking about, kind of thing. Mm. Um, but Britney Spears was pictured carrying it around um, a couple of times, like, just mm. carrying it from place to place. And this girl said, I've always wanted to know why she was carrying it. Did she read it? And what did she think of it? Right. And so it's her job to get to the bottom of that. That's one episode. Anyway, there are Does lots of... Does she get to the bottom or is it like oh, yeah, no, cereal? No, no, it's no, a very no. disappointing cereal. No, no, no. no. So it's not like that. So it's she the opposite. Solve it. No, no, she has to solve. She does solve. So far, she's solved everyone. Because don't you think cereal was the most disappointing uh, thing in the history of podcasts? <laughs> the massively long history of podcasts. Well, we are new media. <laughs> anyway, listen, the point we is that she, that she, there was one episode, I think it was the most recent one, where somebody had found as a kid or some other kid had given him a belt and it had a belt buckle and it was obviously like the most beautiful thing. And it was engraved with to somebody from somebody else. Mm. And it was extraordinary. And it had a little um, like a, a latch that if you pressed it, it was a toaster and the toast popped up on the – Wow. And that, that was this thing and this guy had kept it his whole life since when he was a kid and he's now like 40-whatever. And he was like, I, I've always felt bad because it says to, you know, Stu from Lauren or yeah. whatever. Well, that'd be nice. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so her job was to find the person. But the point of me remembering that is that those little things that you have, and I, my Swatch watch, I don't know what happened to it, mm. but it was a, it was like a, you'd see it and joy would happen in your heart. You know, when you're a kid, sometimes there's stuff like that. But does it not break it? Like if you had things like that in your life, like yeah. a Swatch watch. Yeah. Right. Um, that you have so many fond memories of. Yeah. Was it disposed uh, by you or another? Because I have I have a couple of things or in lost. my life. I've lost a few crucial items. Oh. Well, I had a duffel coat, a oh, Richmond Football Stuart. Club duffel <gasps> coat with all the players' names on it and my oh, official this patch. Is, this is actually going to make me cry. Huh. Yeah, and you know how you is, go through life, No, this right? is – this is uh, Had all the great original badges too. Oh, Stuart. You go through life. And how old were you in it? Well, yeah, you go through life. Oh, no, I was in – Early teens, and even not even. And what that. happened to it? So tell me, you go through. Well, life I grew up a little bit. Yeah, and you know, stuff just gets stored where you grew up. Oh, this is enough. a parent story, isn't yeah. it? So my mum just goes through and tries everything out. Oh I go, hey, where's gosh. that duffel coat? Oh. I didn't think you wanted it anymore. Oh. I'm going. Uh, you're allowed to ask me about my this. This, ha- this thing would have been in a museum by now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my museum. But <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. I would have bought a mannequin for it. What? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, my my parents have been have had a rule, which is if they've found anything in the house that is mine, I have a five day pickup zone. They're like, if you Fantastic. don't if you don't come and get this, it's out. But you're welcome to, and I understand if you want to, but it's out otherwise. Mm. Or let me know, like if you can, yeah, if you can it, come. How about you ask the question? Yeah, uh, and the reason for that is that my dad, when he was little, had his his mum. Uh, no, when he was a bit older, something mm. something similar happened anyway and his teddy bear was thrown out. He's like, you know, childhood, one item from his entire childhood that was ever kept. Like, because mm. they didn't keep anything and the family split up and it was all blah, blah, blah. What the one thing that he thought, well, I've always got that little, like, it's just, it's not that he wanted to keep a teddy bear. but Sounds he just, like he did. But he just was like, 
there's this one thing that from my childhood that I've got and I'll show it to my kids one day and it'll be a thing that, look, I did have a childhood because there's one thing left. And his mum mm. was like, oh, he won't be eating that. <laughs> Throws uh, it in the bin. Yeah. You know, and uh, there's always been a kind of, like there is, that's an intergenerational tension. But what the parents in the relationship will tell you is my house is full of junk from these kids who've grown up and left junk in my house. It's not junk, you know. Uh-huh. School reports aren't junk. How much stuff had you left? Had you left an entire bedroom of stuff? Probably. I probably just moved out. I was probably overseas for yeah. know, eight months or something. That's right. And you don't think about it. Mm. What's worse though? You throwing, you giving something, you know when you, you've got precious things and you're growing up Yeah. and you, you may have an affection for someone mm. or just you, you strike up a friendship with someone. What did you give someone? Oh, I've given away so many records. But you're lovely. Things. That's your problem. You're too, you're too generous. You've got to stop giving things too to generous. people. But then I don't. I gave one thing I regret is I had you know it seems to be all about clothing with me because I am a bit of a fashion plate. <laughs> it's a smashed, broken uh, plate on the park, plastic. Huh? And it, <laughs> I don't what you're talking about. Yeah, oh, fashion plate. Oh, get it. Yep, move on. Chop stained plastic plate <laughs> upside down underneath the park bench. Yeah, but it's still a fashion plate nonetheless. Uh huh. And um, I I was a I was a metalhead for a time. I've spoken about this before. Uh-huh. And my battle jacket that had a, a beautiful Iron Maiden patch on the back, a big one, and then I had along the belt, it had a, you know those army jackets that yeah, yeah, kids yeah. redo? Yeah. Had a wasp thing with studs around oh it. Oh, God. I you had, tell me I off had, for my old taste I had music. massive rocket studs on the shoulders. Oh, my Studded belt. God. You just. Right? Um, a couple of other patches. Like you, you joke Jewish about. Jewish priest or something. You joke about being and, a fashion victim, but it sounds like you're a victim of something. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I was yep. a victim of metal. Mm-hmm. Huh? Metal. Anyway, yeah. this was my this is my pride and joy. Mm. I would get around the streets of Bandura with Fabaches that were sewed in at the calf. Mm. Okay, my neighbour, uh, Robbie Daw, taught me how to sew my pants in. So Because I, I, I told Eek. you before, I can't wear jeans without them looking like flares because I'm like a rugby player. But in so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but... The thing is, so what you had to do back then was the Fabergés. You go to the Fabergé factory in Broadmeadows, mm. right? And you can pick up a je- p- pair of Fabergés for five bucks. <laughs> Except the, f- the reason you're getting them for five bucks is they, were, they uh, didn't quite work in the fading process. So what would happen is the front panels, like the front oh. two, two legs would be dark and then the back legs would be light <laughs> because they didn't, they didn't put the right panels on the right pants. But in the pockets... The pockets would be dark as well, so it did sort of look like you were wearing clown pants. But they were five bucks and they were Fabergé, right? So, but then of course the fit wasn't quite right. So you'd, um, oh, Sorry. You okay, dear. Robbie Dor, I'd go to Robbie's house across yeah. the road, and he, he was quite adept with the uh, sewing machine for a twelve-year-old. Right. And uh, we'd measure <laughs> up my an pants. Enormous amount of stress about clothing for somebody who. We measure up the pants. This really surprises me every right. time you talk about it. Yeah. It was a scene, man. So Yeah, it's a, it was a scene. We'd spend the afternoon in the court. This is when we were scenes. kids. Spend the afternoon in the court, uh, hammering in the studs, and oh then spend the afternoon. It was a, it was a joyous childhood. I mean, spend the morning putting studs <laughs> in our jacket and the morning tapering in the pant. But we'd put pins in them and sew a massive uh, line down the calf of the pant so then they were... Really, almost impossible to get the foot into, right? So, how about these skinny jeans of today? These were tailored to be ultra skinny, but the problem is the top. <laughs> the top would never be as uh, tight, so you'd have it. You almost look like you're wearing uh, some sort of um, 
opera pants. <laughs> you're supposed to look like a metalhead, but you're homemade. This is so we had skin tight calves with a ballooning top, then no with high heeled boots no and a metal jacket. <laughs> anyway, as we, no wonder you have a concern everywhere you go about what you look like and what people think of you. You I've must tried, have, you've been I've tried to be fashionable. It's in the past. obviously I've not tried. <laughs> Stupid. Hey, Stu, what happened to the jacket? Well, for those wondering, just mm. to end that story. Sorry, sorry. I, I cut you off a bit early. Yeah, what happened no, to the jacket? didn't cut me off. Because you did say, don't you hate it when you love someone too much and you give them something and then they're not in your life anymore. <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> That's why I've got nothing. But Aww. yeah, no, no. What, anyway, I gave it to a girl, Dorinda Dean. Hi, Dorinda. I wonder who she Dorinda? Went. Yeah. Wow. Her sister's name was Bettina. Awesome. And they were country kids from Leechville, Victoria, the craft where the craft factory was. Right. And I gave him a battle jacket and I never saw her again. Oh. I, I think her, her dad's in touch with my dad still. I should uh, chase him down. Road trip to Leechville, anyone? <laughs> anyway, Lauren. Yes. Yesterday we, uh, we went through the dark, murky underworld of the pickle, uh, pickle oh. warehousing racket that's yes. happening in Melbourne. Yes. What pleased – we did have speculation online that, that – you know, this was a romantic approach. Oh, what if I had said it was watermelons? You know, like it's only romantic because it was pickles. Are you kidding? I don't know. You're a nutter. The guy said to me, "Do you want the pickles?" Why would it be? Why would it be? Oh my god, you're a nutter. Tell me, has something hey, happened? Why would it be romantic? Well, not romantic. I mean, you know, I he was trying to pick had you a up. Bit of a connotation. Oh, okay. Oh. Anyway, so to, to, we for people who weren't levels. listening yesterday, they can listen back. They can listen back, but there was a man offering you pickles in a car park. So what happened? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. I, as I said to you yesterday, I sent him an email. Yep. <clears throat> no response. I said, oh, this guy's just come the raw pickle with me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, lo and behold, I'm working away yesterday morning after I leave you, Lauren Clark. And Pickles, we'll just use his code name. Pickles. Pickles rang. <laughs> pickles but, rang. Yeah. And? So like Pickles. What do you got? Pickles, I said, we'll just have to set up an account for you. An account. So it's all like he an official business. set up with laser business. guns, hey? It's an official business. I told you it was. He gave me a business card. I've told you. I've seen his It's vans. the most nefarious business I've ever heard. He's selling. He's not allowed to talk about his business because Costco might find out. No, I imagine he's just not allowed to spruik on site or something. So he goes... Shopping at various different Costco's and deliver stuff to you. Yeah, for a set. Rate. So you never have to go to Costco again. Oh, well, conceivably. But anyway, yes. You see, I've got the pickles, and uh, I'll uh, have someone drop them off. He goes, "You want three or four? I said, "Give me four. <laughs> go on then. Go on then. So, uh, two, three hours later, another phone call. Hello, Stuart. It's Doctor X from Pickles. Oh yeah. And I uh, went out in the door. Came some. A little bit of money and I've got the pickles. So, so you gave hamburgers him, for all. You gave him delivery money or you gave him money for the pickles? Money for the pickles. It was a delivery free. First uh, time. F- just to uh, get me involved and uh, I'm involved. So there you go. It does pay to advertise okay. no matter how. Or it does pay to overhear, I suppose, or to eavesdrop. That is a crazy story. You live a crazy life. You, I got the pickles, didn't I? You got the pickles. Mm. You and you, have you been and seen your girlfriend in your shop for a while? 
Yeah, it's up and down. Is she, uh, just for those who don't know, I've had a bit of a platonic relationship with a woman in a shop. Who kisses you and calls you sexy. Oh, she's doing the tongue waggle thing And now. the tongue waggle thing. What mm. is that? That is foul. Hello, sexy. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it's all right. I, I, I'm trying to play it cool. It's, it's all right. Some, it, it just depends because they just keep talking about you. So I just go, oh. I can't be bothered. In another language. Yeah, which makes it hard. Oh, bless you. Excuse no me. editing here at all over the shop. Yes, I'm sorry. All oh, over the shop. small. Oh, my God. Last Just week it was... Flashback Friday. Last week it was Triple R. Now it's... Oh. Now it's all over the shop. Big hello to Leaving L'Oreal. <laughs> By the way, ladies and gentlemen, while we're doing uh, housekeeping, we, we sort of just degenerated into a housekeeping segment. <clears throat> yeah. Um... We will be getting our guests you back. Are you yeah. promise? You've got to stop promising. It. No. no, we've spoken about it for six months. <laughs> well, we're no, we haven't been doing the podcast for that long. How long have we been doing this guy? Since November. So okay. seven months. All right. Mm. Hey, we didn't have a six-month anniversary. It's been abusing, but we'll work it out. Well, we'll have a 12-month party. Okay. I'm going to play the thing. <laughs> Stupid. Male boy. Yes. What is the situation with our mail? We have had some uh, lovely people sending us photos, including the Reza Bureau Chief, mm. Hannah. Two very helpful. Reza. Two from Reza. Um, there's the other one from Reza as well. I thought so. Yeah. Uh, we've had people sending us photos of themselves with badges. So the, my mail out must have worked. <laughs> anyway, look, hit us up at P.O. Box 1436 Fitzroy North 3068. I've got a pile of mail to go out today uh-huh. for those that are still sending it in. I am checking the box regularly now. Excellent. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So, yes, we. if you're a bureau chief, uh, write to us and we'll send you a badge. And if you're not, if you're, not, if you're just a fan, you can buy one of our T-shirts. Um, what do you mean? I've decided to do T-shirts. Yeah, but you don't have any. You've got to not promise things. Do you know how long it takes to do T-shirts? Right? Not long. <laughs> no, well, we should speak to our designer, Corinne, by the way. No, hey, Corinne, if you're listening, send me over the, the diff gif and oh, I'll uh, wow. send it off. To, I've got the printer teed up. <laughs> okay. So T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I just like the idea of T-shirts because you can wear them with pride. T-shirts are lovely. I love having T-shirts of places Stuff I love. Stuff I've done. Yeah. Places I've loved. No, no like... You know, like uh, there, there's a uh, – I've got a, a lovely old McSweeney's T-shirt that I got when McSweeney's first happened. Do you wear it? Well, it's a bit small for me now because it shrunk. Oh, the T-shirt shrunk, of course it did. No, no, like I'll, no, show, no, I'll the, show it to you. It's no, the size the, of a postage stamp. The T-shirt shrunk. <laughs> but like, the, I've had so many T-shirts and pants shrunk. Stuart, you've yes. got to stop describing me as like some kind of – Yeah, big elephant man. It said, the T-shirt said, it had a picture of a ship on the front of it and it said, stop, stop it. And it said, um, now you've made me totally forget. It had a picture of an elephant and it said. Oh, no, it didn't have a picture of an elephant. Oh. You were singing elephant because you're so no, funny. Yeah, anyway. I trying to detect the song. Whatever. I loved that T-shirt because it was something that I was able to wear. And it didn't say McTweenies either. It just oh. had... Um, some lovely phrase written on it. And if you knew McSweeney's, then you would have known, you know, you would have known that it was connected. So there would have been not very many people who know what you're talking about. Yes, which I kind of liked. Yeah. And I know there's another podcast, can't remember which one it is, but it's one of the ones that nerdy, um, what's he called? Technical producer Stig listens to. Yeah. And they, I think it's, um, 
anyway, and it's you can get you can get a t-shirt. Oh, Richard has a podcast. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's oh. um mm-hmm. a really obvious one that I'm going to get a divorce for not remembering. And uh, he wears he wears them a lot. And if you see someone else in them, mm-hmm. you're supposed to say hello, handsome. Oh, oh no, no, nice t-shirt, handsome. Does, has he ever crossed paths with anyone? I don't know. I, yeah, no, he did. He, the reason I knew, I know is I saw him smiling and on a tram, and he said, oh, "I'm supposed to say to that guy over there, nice t-shirt, handsome." Did like, he say? No, oh. <laughs> I don't think he did. I think the guy the was getting off for in like Australia with the probably t-shirt. I know, I know. No, no, this guy's hugely. Oh, what are we gonna do for this stupidly so small don't t-shirt? You, that's what I mean. Like we could have like a little phrase, like if you see somebody in one, you have yeah. to say something. Let's think about it. Let's You're not. So good looking. No. Let's not steal someone else's. Well, let's think. Gonna steal, let's steal from the best. We, can, we can either sift through our enormous back catalogue mm. of amazing phrases we've come up with. Just say, oh, what about, is it being night tonight? Time for us to go, Lauren Clark. Okay. Till tomorrow. Till tomorrow. Look after yourself. Uh, I hope you find your jacket. From what's her name again? Dorinda. Dorinda. You heard it here first, Dorinda. Sew your pants and be happy. (laughs) Bye-bye.